This is Warrior Podcast, changing the world by introducing warriors to the warrior god. I'm Elizabeth Andrade, here with Connor and Mario. Today, our discussion is a topic that strikes fear into the hearts of many. It's evangelism. What is it and why does that scare us so much? It is a topic that seems to frighten us, right? At at the very least, make us a little nervous. At the very least, make us a little sweaty. And it's never a good thing to be sweaty in church. (laughs) That's just what they say. I don't know. I've heard that. I've heard that somewhere, probably on the internet now, so you can't believe it. It does make sense, though. It makes sense, right? Deodorant's a good thing. Deodorant's a great thing. Antiperspirant. All right, let's just, we're on the topic now. (laughs) Deodorant in church. What you have to think of is, have you guys ever gone on like a retreat or a camp with middle schoolers or high schoolers oh of course middle yeah. schoolers especially yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. boys just, yeah they haven't oh, discovered man. deodorant yet it's like one of the <laughs> hidden treasures of the world and you yeah. take it's like the classic thing in church circles and youth ministries you take the the middle school boys on a trip and not a single one of them packed deodorant <laughs> but all of them seem to have packed an axe body spray yeah. can axe is like shower in a can that's what they think that's but, like a mistranslation of the holy bible because it just doesn't work <laughs> you're just getting it off that doesn't work boys it doesn't work you got to throw on some deodorant and better yet some antiperspirant uh, hopefully the warriors who are listening have learned that uh, showers are a good thing and so is deodorant and axe is not a substitute for any of those oh Facts. definitely not yeah that's Facts. true i have been deployed to the middle east and the boys over there <laughs> smelt better than the middle school boys on a trip to some camp in massachusetts that i've been on that's oh, impressive because I'm, I'm sure wherever you are it's pretty hot over there so. oh yeah well. oh yeah but anyway that was that was a little bit off topic <laughs> <laughs> but here we go we're talking evangelism right let's lighten the mood yeah. let's slow it down that's right and uh it is a thing as we were saying that makes people nervous yeah why is that why do we feel so nervous about evangelism i think that there are a lot of reasons there's a lot of reasons why it makes us apprehensive or nervous um certainly a lack of practice certainly a lack of training certainly um confusion as to what evangelism actually is or what it should look like so i think that's where i'd like to start perhaps let's define evangelism yeah because like thinking about evangelism okay so for me growing up in the church i'm all good about doing all the things praying i don't know choir whatever and then the minister or whoever is like let's go out and evangelize and then i'm like nope i'm out Uh, (laughs) oh i forgot i have a doctor's appointment this afternoon or my mom needs me i gotta go home it's just kind of awkward right when we talk about something that we don't know how the other person will receive like it's just kind of awkward and, and how to start it's probably the worst part that's a great point yeah yeah and let me i don't know why middle school is on my mind but <laughs> let me just bring it back to middle school again real quick warrior hang with me it's like trying to ask somebody out on a date right back in the day middle school or high school you don't know what they're gonna say so you are scared out of your mind that's where <laughs> that's all the right. perspiration comes from that's exactly <laughs> exactly that's when they first discover their need for antiperspirant is when they approach someone to ask them on their first date so evangelizing is a little bit like asking someone on a date yeah don't tell my my seminary professors that that's how i defined it but i'm not gonna deny it if a warrior asks me i'm gonna say yeah that's a pretty fair definition but i think it makes sense though because whenever you're feeling something good you can't help but say to someone what are you feeling right so you can't help but share with someone else that good feeling and that good experience that you're having Mario, I think that's actually a great point, man. I think that's a great point because as we we haven't even given a proper definition of evangelism yet, and we will, but I think just as important as properly understanding what evangelism is, we need to understand the why of evangelism. Like if we're going to put so much pressure on it and if we're going to feel so compelled to engage in this thing, whatever it is, 
let's answer the question, why? Why are we doing it? And I think you just touched on it, man. I think that the proper why for evangelism should be birthed out of our love for Jesus Christ. The fact that Jesus has transformed my life and therefore I need and want and feel compelled to to share that good news with somebody. So how do we define evangelism then? Yeah, I think most simply it is sharing the good news, right? Mm -hmm. Most simply it is, it is sharing a message, testifying of the good news of Jesus Christ, sharing the gospel, which also just means good news. So there's a few little definitions within there, but, but the primary point, what evangelism is, it's sharing a story, sharing a story of the God, man, Jesus Christ, who has come to rescue and redeem this broken world unto himself. And um, also sharing your story, your life story of how that God, man, how Jesus Christ has transformed your own life. So sharing a story, sharing a message, and specifically in our context, we're going to talk about sharing the good news, the message of Jesus Christ. And you've talked about before, I've heard you say where the word evangelism comes from, the history of the word. Yeah. in in the Greek, this word was almost a, almost like a political word where you are announcing the arrival of a king. That's what some have posed, some scholars have written. So if you think about it that way, like to testify of the arrival of King Jesus, that's kind of what we're doing. We're saying, hey, the King is here. The Savior is here. The Messiah is here. The one who will make all things right in the world, the one who will save you, the one who can offer life abundant and life eternal is here. And he wants to have a relationship with you. So those are the kind of things that we're trying to get across as we share this story, which is God's story, because we've talked about that at length here at Warrior Podcast, right? The story of the Bible, how God does desires to redeem and restore all things. And uh, that is all that we're trying to do in evangelism. We're trying to communicate the essence of this great story. Yeah, Connor, that makes much more sense, especially because whenever we know the definition of evangelism, it makes it so much easier for us to practice. In some sense, too, this is something that kind of, I think, comes naturally to most of us. I mean, we naturally like to talk about and share the things that we have enjoyed or the things that have, I don't know, changed our life. Like, for instance, we like to talk about, you know, movies and sports. I mean, isn't it kind of the same idea here? It's exactly the same idea. Yeah, it's the great scandal of evangelism, right, is that all of us Christians are scared to share our faith. We're scared to testify to the good news of Jesus Christ to our neighbor or our coworker. And yet we evangelize everything else in our lives. To your point, our favorite movie, right? iPhone, Apple, or Android. We're trying to convince people to join our team because we think that we're right. Down here in Texas, maybe it's Whataburger versus In-N-Out, right? Whataburger. Like, yeah, sure. <laughs> that's, that's the prevailing opinion. But you go ask a, a Californian or someone from the West Coast and they will debate you to the end. And they will be wrong. In-N-Out is the move, <laughs> right? So like we, we naturally do this no matter what it is. We try to convince people to come to our team. Don't even get me started on politics, right? How wrapped up we are in that. You need to, you're wrong and you need to come to my team. But whatever it is, whether it's your favorite drink, your favorite food, your favorite restaurant, we are all naturally really good at sharing our opinions and trying to convince people to come to our team. But there's something weird that happens where we we are not as naturally inclined to share our faith. And so back to your point, Mario, I think you're spot on, man, that we need to understand what evangelism is and the why, the why behind why we do it. If we're going to even think through how can we engage in this mission that Christ has given us, that Christ has entrusted us with, and um, how are we to be effective at it? Right. And as soon as we start practicing, as soon as we start going out there and sharing with others, even strangers, what we have experienced from God, he equips us and he helps us to have the right words to say and and share the right experiences. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, think about it. If you are a Christian, 
If you believe that Jesus is God, that he is real, you know that God wants this to happen. <laughs> you know that God wants people to hear about him and hear from him. And as we've talked about the, the fact that the triune God invites us to participate in his work and in his grand redemptive mission. And so, yeah, God wants this to happen and God promises to be with us and equip us as we go out and do this. I'd be curious to hear from you guys if you have. Do you guys have experience in this, like in your church background or how you were brought up? Um, what does evangelism look like? Is that something that you have done with a church? Is that something that you've done as an individual or what has that looked like for you guys? I have done both, actually. Okay. Okay. Let's hear it, bro. Um, well, I'll talk about my, my experience as an individual first, and it was super awkward. I was riding a bus, and I sat next to that guy, and I had asked God for, for some opportunity to, to start sharing the gospel with someone, and he gave me. Um, I felt in my heart that that guy was the one, and I couldn't help myself but find a way to start a conversation because that's the worst part and, and as soon as i found one airplane flying over us i i said that's it man that's it the airplane is the way <laughs> I, I, i'm gonna start the conversation just talking about that airplane so i i looked over to him and i said man isn't that airplane beautiful <laughs> <laughs> he looked like at me like i'm crazy or something i mean Looking back, it does seem like it, right? But then I said, do you know what the most beautiful thing about that is? It's just like knowing that some human got the ability to create something so amazing, something so heavy flying over our head right now, and it's just impressive. But besides that, it's even better when we understand that behind that human, there is a God that created and designed us and wired us to be that creative, to be that wise, to be that intelligent and clever. I just went from there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, you, you got a future as a pastor, man. I've been telling you this for a while now. But <laughs> it is facts. Every pastor has those wild transitions where you just start with some crazy story and you just dig and fight and scrap your way to make it connect to the text, make it connect to the scriptures. <laughs> I love the airplane, man. I love it. What well, about you, Elizabeth? I can say that if you ever think to yourself, I don't have a chance to evangelize. Like I have no opportunity. I can definitely testify that if you pray about it, the opportunity will arise. Um, and I, I remember one time when I was in school that there was this, this guy who sat next to me in every class and I just felt in my heart that I wanted to talk with him about God. And so I prayed, I asked God to give me an opportunity to speak with him about the gospel. And sure enough, the opportunity arose. He asked me if I went to church and I said yes, and we had a brief conversation. And so the next class I had brought him some information because he was asking about classes and, and so on and so forth. So I had brought some information to him and he started asking me very insightful questions. And I thought the conversation was going very well until um, he brought up aliens. Nice. And crop circles. <laughs> yes. And I wasn't really sure where to go from there. So uh, it ended up turning into a class-wide discussion because at the time of this conversation, the teacher was nowhere to be found. So the whole class got involved and I was just like, it was out of my hands. So mm. it didn't go as planned, but I mean, you know, you yeah. know, the opportunities arise and sometimes you, they just don't go as you think they should go, but that's okay. <laughs> I hope warrior, you are extremely comforted right now <laughs> as we are just talking through our not super successful always <laughs> attempts at evangelism, right? Like this is a difficult thing as we consider the what of evangelism, sharing the story of God, sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. We're doing it. Why? 
because God has transformed our lives. Jesus has transformed us. Jesus has revealed his love and his beauty and glory to us. And we want to make that known to the world, but that doesn't make us perfect. That doesn't mean that it's always going to be easy. One of my (laughs) somewhat recent and funny examples of trying to share the gospel with somebody was right before I moved here to Texas, we were in Virginia while my wife was finishing up her master's degree. Yes, she's brilliant and beautiful. And I was working as a security guard just to pay the bills as, again, she finished up her degree. And uh, at this place where I was a security guard, then uh, one of my coworkers, he was just one of those guys, you know, who had just lived a tough life and in my heart, I empathize with what you said. Like you just feel in your heart, like, man, this guy needs the gospel. This guy needs to hear about Jesus. And so I build a relationship and, you know, we, we joke around a lot on shift and I entered, he was somewhat open to conversations of faith. So before I moved, cause I, I was only working there for a few months. So I told him, man, I'm moving, but I, I got to share this with you. I need to take you out to lunch and share the good news of Jesus with you. And I shouldn't, his response to that was why? Well, why do you have to share the news of Jesus with me? Yeah. I said, man, it'll be great. Don't worry about it. I'll buy your lunch. It'll be great. Like, well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you at lunch. You're sucking him in with a free lunch. Like. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. All right. That's the Baptist way. You feed them and they'll come. You provide a potluck and they'll come. Come on, somebody. That works very well. Right? It works very well. So we go out to lunch and, you know, we're talking and man, there's sometimes where you feel like you are sharing your faith or you feel like you're talking about the scriptures. Sometimes you feel like you're stumbling through it. Sometimes you feel like, man, am I even saying the right thing? I felt like I was on in this one. I felt like I was preaching. I was ready for the bartender to come over and be like, come on, preach it, pastor. Bring the word. Come on. I was ready for someone to shout me down back there. And I finished this gospel presentation and I look him right in the eyes, ready to just lead him in a prayer to receive Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. And he looks at me, meets my, my eye gaze, and he says, well, that doesn't really change anything. Oh man, <laughs> that, that wasn't quite the response. I didn't know what to say. I, I, I was speechless. I was like, let's just enjoy our lunch then. <laughs> you know, I was like, I have no idea. So I hope warrior that this comforts you that knowing even when we are sold out for the what and the why of evangelism, even though, even when we are all in on at least attempting this mission, man, it's still going to be messy. It's still going to be messy. I think the point of our conversation here is to try to eliminate the fear or the nervousness surrounding evangelism because there shouldn't be this is god's mission that he has ordained for us that he has called us to and therefore he will equip us every step of the way yeah and and to just to add on to your point even when we have these experiences that maybe don't go the way we hoped it's not about us it's about god doing the work so it may look like a huge failure or a catastrophe but in reality it's just we are not the ones to say oh this went well or this didn't go well because god is ultimately the only one who's doing the work here yeah, there's, there's this parable in the scriptures that Jesus tells about, about planting seeds in, in terms of evangelism, sharing the gospel, how seeds are planted in soil and then they're watered and then they eventually sprout up and give birth to beautiful life. So many Christians seem to want to be the harvester, the one who sees people make decisions for Christ, who sees people believe in Jesus, who sees that fruit give birth. But just as valuable, if not more valuable and important in the process is the one who plants the seed and the one who waters it over a long period of time, often. So I think I think that we need to be very willing just to be faithful. Like that's our role, to your point. That is our role is to be faithful and proclaim the gospel message. God's role, he is in charge of the growth. He's in charge of the seed turning into life. But our, our responsibility, our task is to be faithful to share that gospel. And to your point, you're right, that, that the, only the spirit of God can truly save somebody's heart. Yeah, and the importance of prayer as well for the people that we've maybe had a chance to evangelize to and maybe have not received the message as we hoped that they had received it. That's right, especially if you have someone specific 
in your heart. Just pray so the, the Lord will prepare their heart and you'll be able to have a hopefully much better experience than we did. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> but if not, that's okay too. <laughs> yes, prayer is the most important thing. Prayer is the most important part of evangelism. Because again, the Lord is the one who is ultimately in control and, and God wants this to happen even more than we do. Even more than the most committed evangelist, even more than the most excited evangelist, God wants lost people to find a home in Jesus Christ way more than we ever could. So hopefully that made sense. Hopefully we were able to stifle some of the fear. We're able to uh, bring down some of the angst and nerves around evangelism by talking through some of our failures and uh, by really emphasizing the what evangelism is, simply sharing the story of Jesus and why we do it because Jesus has transformed our lives and therefore we want to share that good news with others that Jesus can also transform your life. Next week on Warrior Podcast, we're gonna break this down even more. We're gonna give you a how-to manual, a survival guide as to how you can practically engage in the mission of evangelism. We're gonna give our preferred and best strategy or best practices for evangelism next week and we're going to break it down and give you a step-by-step process so by the end of this episode and certainly by the end of next week you will be prepared to serve the lord jesus christ as an evangelist for his gospel thank you for listening to us if you want to trust in christ or if you want to learn more about making him the authority over your life or if you want to learn more about us send us a message on our instagram at WGMHQ. That's WGMHQ. We will make sure that someone gets in touch with you. This has been Warrior Podcast with Connor Shanahan. Warrior God Ministries' mission is to change the world by making disciples among military members and first responders and equipping them to be disciple makers and missionaries in their respective communities for the glory of Jesus Christ.